Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to a More Business, More Life podcast. Today, we're going to talk about when is enough enough? You know, those of us that are driven CEO, founders, entrepreneurs, leaders, we tend to have these huge to-do lists and we just keep going. We'll plow in the hours. And sometimes we're so passionate about it. We look up and go, what? It's one in the morning. And how do we actually continue to drive to get things done, but actually do it when it's in a symbiosis with our, our, our body, a symbiosis with our family so that we actually can activate at a higher level. We're going to really talk about when is crossing that line, start to have a big diminishing return. And we have negative effects on ourselves and the people around us. We're even talking about how we're not even emotionally intelligent. We start getting grumpy and short with others and we're not our happy self. How do we integrate all of this into a space where we can have both? We can have more business and more life. That's the name of the show. Let's jump into this episode. When is enough enough? You know, as entrepreneurs and CEO founders, creative and leaders, we we keep creating, right? We keep working on the next thing. And the list could be endless of activities that we can do to to make our our core purpose come alive, our mission that's deep in our heart. And these, the people that listen to More Business, More Life and all of us here, we're very passionate people. We care about what we're doing. And then it's, we can get stuck in a tunnel in a way of the doing. And, and this is good and bad, right? There's, there's no all good and there's no all bad in, in almost everything in our life. The thing about it, though, is that we become delusional. I know I've been there where I just want to keep driving and keep doing more. And this starts to have a diminishing return. And in fact, it also can dramatically affect the results that we're creating in our life. And so we want to bring that topic up loud and clear today and really discuss this because it's actually in the pause that a lot of the things that people look at me and go, wow, that was genius or that was a good move. That comes like right after a big break. And so we drive ourselves task oriented uh, to the point where the busyness starts to become unproductive. And so this is what we need to realize. And we need to create inside of ourselves a mechanism of noticing, right? Like when do we notice that we're starting to fatigue? When do we notice that we're not working at our finest? And that is where we need, instead of looking at the to-do list and forcing ourselves to drive more, we need to pull back, recover, and actually have space, open space to think, to dream, to problem solve, and then come back and solve those things in our work environment at the appropriate time. 
And and this is the topic of today. And it is one that I think we all get drawn into and we all like go too far or too little. Like, how do we find the just right? I, I've been laughing a lot about Goldilocks, right? That's the that's the the story, right? Where she goes around all the different things and this one's too hot this one's too cold this is just right this bed is too hard this bed is too soft this one is just right that's kind of what we're talking about today and you know maybe we should all go read that book again how childlike it is but how real it is because often many i mean many times in my life i'm too hot and then i'm too cold how do we get the just right so i'm curious from the group giovanni stephanie and melissa are here joining me and as always most of the time we all try to make it every time we can for every episode maybe explore a little bit of both like when you've not had the discernment and you railroad past it and then what was the fatigue and and what happened and then also like maybe a little bit of the opposite like how do you notice or 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 not maybe let's just start with the noticing like where do we notice when enough is enough is it when it's already too late or or are you start, maybe maybe go on this duality when are you, i think we've all done the too late like oh my gosh oh, except for maybe giovanni maybe he always had this radar pretty hard but how do you start to notice now maybe in that duality if you can go around and share i guess i think back to when i was working those really long days and just having the big to-do list, having like deadlines, whether they were deadlines that I put on myself or somebody else had put on me and then just working, working to get it done, no matter what state I was in. And it was really about just hitting a goal as opposed to having like quality over quantity. And so I think Sometimes we just want to check that box. We just want to finish the thing so we can move on to the next thing. But like, are we really doing our best? Are we really showing up for the project, the employee, the mission, whatever it is, or are we just checking boxes to get things done? And so I think that was like a real aha for me when I started pulling back and then not only scheduling an appropriate amount of time to get things done, giving myself a realistic deadline, but then allowing myself the space to be in my full energy, like when I'm doing the thing, when I'm meeting with that person, when I'm completing this project, when I'm working on this campaign, whatever that was, just the output was so different. Like not only how I felt, but like the quality of the work that's being done is highly impacted by, did you do too much in that moment? So, yeah, I mean, I was really good at checking boxes. I was really good at burning the midnight oil and just like grinding to get things done. And sometimes, I mean, that didn't even always work. If you're putting too much on your plate, we talk about that a lot, right? Trying to eat the whole pizza, like it's not going to go down. It's not going to be good. So, yeah. Yeah. Going for the whole pizza in one bite, then sometimes you can choke. Let's go one layer deeper, Stephanie. So you're checking all the boxes then in your role, then was that where did you notice that it was starting to not work as well as you'd like uh, i think somebody had to call me out on it pretty much i mean you're just like i think when you're in that mindset or where you're in that mode you just keep going and like you don't ever stop to look around and be like other than like how it shows up i think for me it started showing up with physical symptoms right like oh i hurt my back because i was trying to do too much or 
I think at one point when I was really, really stressed is when like vertigo came into my life because I just, I wasn't ever slowing down. So sometimes I wish I could say that I had that, that insight or that consciousness to like slow down and be like, hold on, this is not working. I think I knew inside and my body surely knew because then it started giving up on me in other ways. And like the whole tap, I was getting tapped, but now I'm a lot more aware of it because I have taken more time to slow down and be, and and just reflect like, how did today go? I mean, every day, how did today go? What worked? What didn't work? How's looking ahead for the week? What do I want to get done? And just being a lot more intentional about how I spend my time and what fills up that time. And like, what are my goals? And that was going to be like the next side of, of that. So for you to help you notice, it's really having the end of the day reflection, what we call plan tomorrow today. That is what you think gave you the mechanism to notice this yourself more frequently? Yes. And the more I practice that, I mean, I was doing plan tomorrow today, even when I was in my busiest roles and when things weren't going well, back when I was in management and I had spent that year and there was just way too much to get done, way too many meetings to be had in a day, and then way too much work created from those meetings that was then spilling into the evening. And so even in those times, I would still write out my schedule for the whole next day, but it was so unrealistic. Like I even early on, as I adopted plan tomorrow today, I still didn't, I didn't have those realistic expectations. So you can bring a new system into your life and you can say, yes, I'm super organized. And I did feel that I was but I wasn't taking into, into account how was that making me feel, you know, how much pressure was I putting on myself? Yes, I had technically like 18 awake hours of the day or whatever that was to fill up, but that is not, that's not how it was. Like it wasn't good. It didn't have a good result for me or for anything that I was doing with my family. Like it starts to trickle over into all the other things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. it that helped. <laughs> it helps me get there, but it took that refinement over time. Right. So it's the overtime practice that allowed you to start noticing. Because ultimately having that internal mechanism to say, oh, okay, it's enough. And and many of us that are entrepreneurs, drivers, exec high executive level, like CEOs, leaders, we tend to overlook that. And then in that, I just want to say, then we're, what kind of example are we being as leaders, right? Because people are going to do what we do more than what we say. So we're telling people to work in an effective manner, but then if we're overworking, their chances are they're going to overwork. And then we're creating that culture in our environment. So then it doesn't, doesn't work. How, how about you, Melissa or Giovanni? What, like, maybe share, like, how, when you start noticing that this wasn't good, kind of like Stephanie said, how it wasn't as effective as you thought putting in the hours. I think for me, it's, it's always an ongoing practice, right? As we are making our own transitions in our business right now and some things. And for me, it's juggling the schedule with a toddler. And like, so finding that, so like my days been really kind of split my days and my nights. So I now have like, less than four hours to work during the day. And then my daughter comes home. And then when my daughter's home, even though my wife and I kind of switch, um, who's like taking care of, like you still don't get much done. 
So then my like then my night goes my workday goes second part of my workday starts like at at nighttime, like pretty late in the night. And so for me, just currently is I have to realize when like I really have to start paying attention to my body because like I can just get in the zone and just like start like just doing stuff. Then I'll look up and it's like 1230, one o'clock or something like that. I'm like, oh, I should probably go to bed because then I notice the days that I go to the go to bed later and have to wake up not super early, but early and like I'm more grumpy or more irritated, like right off the bat. Whereas if I go to bed early or if there's a night when I, I'm putting my daughter down to bed and I just end up sleeping the whole night, like falling asleep and not going back down to work, like I'm a lot happier or easier going like my original self, if you will, like my happy go lucky self, little chipper Giovanni. But when I have less of that, then it's definitely more irritable and stuff like so paying attention to those, like what my body's telling me in the moment and like when it's later, like, so I'm kind of in the middle of it right now. Like, okay, all right. When I really have to tell myself, okay, when is enough? Because I still need to get stuff done, right? Because like four hours as of right now is not enough time to get what I need to get accomplished right now. But splitting it up. I can get a lot done and I will say that technology is definitely helping shorten a lot of processes and procedures and, and all that stuff that would normally have taken me I don't know, days to complete. I can complete something like within a couple of hours or at least get it to a point where it's relatively good to go. So, yeah, so I guess for me right now, so just to shorten it bring it back is just paying attention to my body like what what that feeling is and it's like okay you're hitting the point and if like my if i notice i start to just drift off and not doing what i'm sitting down to do it's like okay you've lost you've lost your your focus and you need to you need to go to sleep yeah so let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast. And Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners. And Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. One part echo, one part suggestion. So, you know, one, like what a beautiful thing that you're designing your life so that your toddler can be with her father, right? So you are working as diligent as you can in that four hours. And then you end by forcing that you're going to get smarter and smarter. Like I've done that in periods of my time, my kids growing up, like I really forced certain amount of time to work. And then and then then basically be off with the family and it really makes you get really smart right i've always said that when you have pressure to leave work that's why i always say plan your fun first well part of it is you're planning that time with your daughter which is beautiful right then you can work in the evening if that is desired for you and and you're again designing your life right so you're getting that chunk during the day to be with your daughter and then after you could work more but then maybe then this is where the suggestion comes. I've been I've been saying this for years and I didn't always practice it, but I've been doing it a lot this year and I really am enjoying doing it consistently 
the alarm to set most people set their alarm for the morning i've been setting my alarm at night like when am i going to go to bed so that alarm and i have it set 30 minutes so i have 30 minutes so when it goes off i have 30 minutes to get my stuff together finish whatever i'm doing and then head off to prepare myself for bed so i you know and I know you know this, these are these simple things, right? but maybe that's the addition to this. Because if you get in the zone, like you said, and it's not going to serve you the next day, it's kind of like eating something that you really want to eat, but then it's going to make you feel horrible. Like then you, at some point you let go of that because you're like, this is not worth it. Yeah. 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 No, great suggestion. I used to do that, but I haven't done it recently to, to have that definitely start try implementing that because yeah it's it does make a difference because i mean the whole analogy right it's overly used but it's such a great analogy of the, the oxygen masks and airplanes because if you're if you're not taking care of yourself and you're depleted passed out on the floor and not helping anybody else out so yeah and i would suppose that your four hours during the day would get stronger and stronger and stronger and then maybe you'd have less and less to do Hopefully, hopefully we'll get, get in there. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. And the only other way, I don't know if it's possible, but like how you and, and your partner take turns, then the only way to work around that is to have the closed room. The only, Cause I've worked from home many, many years in my life. I've had offices too, but when I'm even at the office, I have to close the door and tell people, leave me alone. Right. Like, like you can get interrupted in the office just like children are coming in your room it doesn't make a difference people are people so really like you have and i had one client that actually had a, because they like to always have their door closed so usually i have a rule like if my door is open you could come in if my door is closed it, it's like emergency only but this one client they always like the privacy of their door closed but they wanted people to be welcome so they put one of those radio on air lights they actually had it installed outside their door with a light and then on their desk they have the little switch and then they turned it on and when it was red people knew do not interrupt unless it's unless the building's on fire and then and then when it was off you could come in and approach so i think we have to create those mechanisms so that those four hours can be so intentionally and i've made agreements with my family it's like okay this is the period dad's going to be working and i'm going to be all in pretend that dad's not here i'm at an office i'm in my office but these are all the things that make enough enough easier right like so here we might be like signing like sometimes off topic but this is where then we can be so diligent in that time and this is where we can fractionalize what a workday can look like into smaller pieces and enjoy our life. So I love the topic, even that you said, like you're designing your workday around your family right now, Giovanni. And I think that's wonderful. And that's why it's not, people always think it's just about balance, but I, I know Giovanni and I, and I, I, everyone here, we all like the word integration, right? Like you're integrating the activities that you want to do the good things in the world. And we're integrating the life part of our, our desires, our family and other activities. And I appreciate that. Well, Melissa, what, what's your both sides of it? Like the, when, when it, when you were doing it and it wasn't effective. And then, and then also the second question is like, do you know how to notice it yet now, when, and any basically touch on both of those, please. Wow. Um, what a great uh, question. 
I think I'm not sure I would say I noticed well enough because I think for me, I come from a family where you're you're supposed to work like work is paramount in your life. And when you have extra, then spend it with your family and stuff. But work comes first always. I mean, that's kind of how I grew up. So I think when I think about just being noticing when something occurs, I mean, it's always, it was always too late for me to notice. Like I would always be like haggard and underneath, (laughs) underneath the table, like, like, oh my gosh, I should have taken a break like a long time ago. So I don't think I really noticed well enough. And I think for me, the more significant transition came when my husband became ill and it was like, okay, I need to fit in some real vacation time, like spending time with him and the family. And it was like, so I literally was like, okay, I should make plan a vacation like every couple of months, two, three months to do something. And then I realized that like, wow, how come I haven't been doing this like all my life? (laughs) So it was one of those things I think like I should have been doing more. We might have planned a vacation here or there, but we never, I never took the time to really realize like something is definitely wrong ahead of time. Like I need to make sure that I'm taking time for my own mental health, which I think is now talked about a lot more than it was even five years ago. Yes, I agree. And, and it rightfully so. I, I, I hope it continues to grow and we hold space for that uh, emotional intelligence, emotional well-being, because then it translates into the physical. We're driven more by our emotions than, than we realize. And, and we're even trained to ignore our emotions, suck it up and all these things, right? Don't be a little boy. Don't be a little girl, like all that stuff even made fun of. And that goes all the way into adult life. That's not just our childhood school ground picking on people. This, I mean, that's the sad thing. I was talking to my kids about school and you, you, you wish that this bullying would go away. Right. But you come into school that way, then you go into the workplace and it's the same darn thing. It's like, you think people would grow up and then they don't (laughs) like, So in that, that's even the badges of honor of like working hard, not showing our emotions, all those things. And then it's the exact opposite, like to what you're saying, when we notice those emotions, we have such a better life. And even like what you just said, I want to echo it. Why wasn't I doing this my whole life? It is so fruitful, right? For our own soul, for our family's soul. And then we show up to work way stronger, way stronger. So how do you notice now, Melissa? Like what mechanisms have you decided to use in your life so that you don't wait till you're haggard under the table or however you said it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I think plan tomorrow today is a wonderful way of, because it sets you up to notice. If you have meditation, even for a few minutes, if you are journaling, even for a few minutes, if you have some movement, I mean, it kind of walks you through 
a process for you to be able to evaluate your day, the impact of your day, what you have left on your plan, what is undone. All of those things make you notice and and take time for yourself to to actually go internally and say, was this a great day? How could I have made it better? If it was a bad day, how do I reset and do it better? So, and even though I had a checklist maybe for my day, I mean, if I had meetings, if I had things that I had to get done, it wasn't about me looking inward. It was about checking all the boxes that day. So it wasn't, I think sometimes we forget about ourselves and because, you know, and, you know, honestly, being a mother, you're a wife, you're a friend, a sister, all of these different roles that you play. And then, and I was commuting two and a half hours each way. So at the end of the day, you kind of get there and you go, okay, this is the end of my day. I'm just going to bed, right? Like I don't even make the time to really go internal and understand what's going on with me. And I think plan tomorrow today just gives you that naturally because it's just, it becomes process, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's such a beautiful tool. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the heck is this plan tomorrow today? Everyone's talking about it. maybe on one of our next episodes or the next episode, we can dive into that a little bit just to share. Now we won't be able to teach the whole thing on a podcast necessarily. It's a little deeper than that, but it is something that we teach in more business, more life in our our community and and what we call the path to freedom. These lessons are essential to having our life. And it comes to like what I call one of my favorite oxymorons, which is structured freedom. I mean, it sounds like a complete oxymoron. Like, what are you talking about? Freedom and structure together? Yes. The more structure we have, the more freedom we have. It is nice to be a feather blowing in the wind, but even that could be happen more often if we have more structure than if you have more structure instead of just blowing in the wind, you could actually have a plane land where you want. And then if you want to land in a certain city and, and then be the feather and like, oh, I can spend three days in the city and, and just go with the wind. You can. And then you know that the plane is sitting there on the third day to take you back to where you need to go. And that's structure. And that's where we decide what we're going to do or how Giovanni structures four hours or how each of us can make that effective. So, so that's just a little snippet of what if you plan tomorrow, you're going to wake up knowing what to do and how to be effective. And then you can prioritize and you can also like to Melissa and Stephanie, I think all of, all of us said it. Uh, including Giovanni and myself, that you then can uh, analyze. How did yesterday go? What what could be better? How am I going to make tomorrow better? How am I going to make tomorrow better? And if you ask yourself that every day, you get to reset and reapply. And that is like, I guess, a secret sauce in a way, but it's we don't keep it a secret. Here we are just sharing it with the world. It's one of the best ways to live the life you want. Well, I, I we're out of time now. I don't know if there's any like, one sentence was there any closing thoughts or top of mind for before we wrap this up i think one thing that just came up for me as we were talking is there's when you're noticing that you've had enough but then you actually have to do something about it so i think for me there was a lot of times where i noticed but then you almost have to force your hand like you said force yourself to plan tomorrow today and i don't mean force in like a bad way but you do have to 
take the action to make the change. And I think all the great stuff you've said, Steve, we just gave everybody some super actionable tips on how to do that. But it is that transition from, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is what's happening and this can't happen anymore. Beautiful. And you're here on a podcast while your gardeners are doing your yard. So that's that's why I'm like rolling my eyes over here because I'm like, they know not to come during this window and I'm so mad. <laughs> but it I, happens. I Life record, happens. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, I guess one thing, <laughs> delegate. We always Giovanni's our leader of master delegation. But one thing you can say right now is that you are here on the podcast while someone else is doing your yard. So way to delegate, Stephanie. Way to delegate. Thank you. I tried to do it myself and it was it was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate this discussion. I know there's so much more we could say and another episode will be, you know, gladly welcome. And we can also add more to the idea of plan tomorrow today for our audience. You know, as always, let us know what was most valuable and really, really want to encourage you to join our newsletter. The More Business, More Life newsletter is a place where you can get free knowledge from all of us and you know you need to apply it we always say hey we're the ones here on the on the tarmac or in the in the flight tower but you're the pilot of your life and so we're just here to help you with your with that you know having a smooth flight so to you know in your life and that is there so all you need to do is text wow w-o-w to 72,000, 72,000. So that's 72,000. Text wow to 72,000. And then it'll prompt you to join our newsletter. And that's something that we give. And then it'll keep you up to date on the podcast amongst other things that we have going on. And, and we really want to help as many people. Our mission is to help as many people have the, the freedom they desire. And you're helping us fulfill without you listening to this being a part of our newsletter then you know this would be awesome for the four of us but we really our hearts want to help thousands thousands of people live a great life so that's what more business more life is for that's what we're here for and we wish you nothing but success until our next episode as always a reminder choose gratitude and create freedom Lots of love, big hugs. Bye. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.